Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, In the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructionals right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. Three and boom. Back again. Back once again. Yes. All right. So. Kind of a Saturday after training. Kind of. I know. I was going to say You didn't even drill today. I didn't drill. I didn't want to take the chance of tweaking my back out. So, yeah, man. I haven't had my back tweak out on me in a while. It's been so long that I forgot what it was like. And so, yeah, I didn't want to push it, but yeah, rolling last night, just had my lumbar on my left side. So it's not like my low back. So I'll, sometimes I'll get some SI, well, you know, they're in the SI joint. That'll get a little funky from time to time. So not really that. It was more the muscle of my lumbar. It's a little angry. A little angry. And uh, yeah, like I was telling you and John, it was trying to get old Amish Trey's leg. <laughs> it was funny. He's the guy that I, I told you I ended up in deep half guard on him. And uh, I started screaming for Keele to help me because I was like, I don't know what to do here. I never get here. I'm new here. I'm new here. You're the expert. <laughs> I was flailing around. I managed to grab the collar though, so it worked out all right. 
And when I got on the top of him, I started laughing because Kelly said something like, man, that's not much of a deep half guard. And I was like, yeah, I call that my deep smurf guard. It's like, that's what happens when you get in on someone who's this short. I was like, it was obviously user error. It doesn't take much to stretch them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, when you try to do deep half guard on someone too small, that's where all my problems were. So I have my fucking deep smurf guard. But uh, yeah, trying to go from that Z guard over to the other leg and, and uh, either attack a knee bar or see if I can get my single leg X going. He, uh, I should have not tried to muscle my way through it. I was trying to, I was using my Mauler influence. I was like, nope, that's the direction I'm going. I'm going to keep going that direction. Oh, trying to stop me. I'm going to go harder. And my lower back said, nope. that was stupid. So. That'll happen. It'll happen. Nothing, not too bad, but. Just enough because I'm driving for nine hours tomorrow to Scottsdale. I didn't want to deal with an angry lower back. Uh, it's going to be enough as it is. Right, 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 right. It's already going to not be super happy once we get there. So, yeah, last thing I needed was that. Because, like, last night when I came home, it was that, like, right at the bottom of the, the in back of the diaphragm, you know? So it was like you're trying to breathe deep, and it's like, oh, it's so... You can't breathe deep, and then you're like breathing shallow, and then that's not feeling good, and so it's just a, it's a fucking downward spiral. You got to protect that core. That's what you got to do your core training. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I couldn't train. At least I did drill though. I got some drilling in. You got some good drilling. Yeah, I couldn't wrestle. You and old Joe Funk. You and Joe Funk. That's right, man. He's been getting some time out of him. Why not drill with him? I worked with him. I don't know, a couple classes ago. And he told you I'm going in. He's got those, uh, the um, couple kids do the mentors program that he brings in. And uh, Thursdays I've been going in and trying to give him some advice. I want to see people stick with jujitsu. So, but uh, yeah, man, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. What uh, did you guys work on? Oh, well, I was working on some of the stuff Pimento taught us. You know, some of the guard pass and then some of my <clears throat> Wagner Roach's savage back attacks. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm trying to iron out some of those details. I can't do them rolling. I'm, it's going to be a long time before I'm back to wrestling. But uh, at least I can drill. You can drill. I can drill now. And then when I have surgery, it'll be, I'll be, won't be drilling for a little while after that. But I'll get back to drilling pretty fast after surgery. Especially I can drill like back attacks and stuff. Yeah. For sure. After knee surgery. Pretty early on. But. So, yeah. Snakey's back out. Going Eject after that, more fish. Eject that big ass fish. Yeah, man. But, yeah, so that's what we worked on. It's good stuff. Sweet. Fucking sucks not being able to wrestle, man. It does. I was just thinking about not being able to wrestle for a long time. Uh, super frustrating, dude. Yeah. Super frustrating. <laughs> I can't. Nothing I can say. No, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing profound to say. I, no, man, I'm, I'm putting a positive. I'm trying to put the most positive spin on it, can Like I, this without getting too cheesy. I I do feel very fortunate, and I appreciate the fact that at least I am able to go get surgery, get it fixed, and I will be back on the mat. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't take that lightly. I don't take that for granted because I I know people. You shoot, you and I have a mutual acquaintance that has got a fucked up knee. He fucked it up a long time ago. He stopped doing jujitsu, and he hasn't done jujitsu since. 
and he needs knee surgery. But it just whether he, whether he just chooses not to or he can't afford it, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm almost certain it's probably a torn ACL. You know, because he go you know it's not stable. That's why he and he can't do jujitsu because every time he tries to post a plan on it, it just gives on him. Yeah. You know, I'm in that boat right now. Like, if I wasn't able to get this thing repaired, I my jujitsu would be very limited. So, yeah, I'm very thankful for that. So that I got to put the cheesy fucking optimism on it. We got to be an optimist, you, you, you man. Have to, you man. have to. It, it's discouraging. It really is. So you have to. Okay, what's positive? What can I get from this? Yeah, you have so. to. It's the. Uh, we talked about. It. I actually wrote an article on it on my on the BJJ strength training site on like the importance of being an optimist for jiu-jitsu because like you have to both on like a day-to-day basis and a long-term basis like dealing with injuries and other setbacks but like you know the basic you know idea is that you know an optimist they realize that uh things don't last forever that um they can change and that it's not their fault and that they can you know learn from it or you know if possible and so it's uh you know, those mental characteristics fucking help a lot. So it's good, man. I'm glad you're, but you know, you're, I knew you would, you know, I didn't really doubt it. It was funny cause uh, we had a, uh, one of our white belts is going through a knee, uh, problem asked you today. And it was a, I hope, uh, like it's funny. I felt bad cause I laughed. And when I laughed, when he asked it, I didn't mean for it to sound assholeish, And I realized it probably did. But he asked, like, you know, have you ever thought of quitting jujitsu? Because he was asking a bunch of questions about your knee, and you're like, oh man, it's torn again. I'm gonna have to have the surgery. He's like, man, have you ever thought about not doing jujitsu because it's just not good for your body or something like that? And you know, the reason I laughed is because we've had this conversation, and like, I know because you, you know me. I know you. That's why you laugh. That's why I laughed because I was like, that's not a dumb question. No. And I'm not even gonna say for some people it's not a valid question. But I just know you, and like that's just such a fucking like it's so funny. It makes me laugh to even think about like Rob's gonna quit jujitsu over a broken knee. No, 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 like not even close. Not, not even <laughs> close. Yeah, yeah. I, and I won't lie. I understand why he's asking that question, and it is a. It, and from his standpoint, it is a valid question. I get that. But for me, it's not even a question. You know, and I've had, there's been a couple people now in my life that have asked me that question. Like, are you going to have to give up jujitsu? And it, <laughs> yeah. Like, I get annoyed. Like, I didn't get annoyed at all at our training partner asking us. No, 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 no. Yeah. But it's part a different of, thing. It's a different thing. Because like, he was coming from an honest place. You yeah. Know, he, he really was. But. And he doesn't, you know, we're more of an acquaintance, acquaintance training partner. He doesn't really know me. And anybody who really knows me wouldn't even bother asking that question. You know, but right. still. It's just, when's the surgery? How long till you're back on the mat? Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's the and, two questions. That's the two questions. When's the surgery? How long are you going to be out for? And, and that's, that's it. And yeah, I've had a couple people ask me, and I have to try not to get annoyed. Uh, because there's, there's there, the other couple people that have asked me that question, you know, don't train. They're just other people in other areas of my life, you know, and they just don't get it. Yeah. You know, for, so for them, they're like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that anymore. I'm like, what? <laughs> what, do you want me just to fucking sit on the What couch? else am I going to do? What else am I going to do? Do you just want... They, I am fully aware of all the risks. This is a dangerous hobby, dangerous sport, dangerous martial art. And there's risk involved, and I am okay with 100% of it. They, I will get a thousand surgeries and keep training. 
whatever, fuck it. That's just part of the deal. I am willing to accept that risk. I'm willing to accept all the injuries that come with it. And all you can do is try to prevent and take care of your body the best you can. And when injuries come, you deal with them. Deal with them. Unless my neck gets broken and I'm fucking paralyzed, that'd be the only injury that I'd get that I'm not going to train jiu-jitsu anymore. Yeah. That's it. And, yeah, it's... I get it why people would think that. I mean... No, for sure. It's, it's, I mean, normies don't understand because they don't have anything in their life that that gives them purpose, meaning, meaning, meaning purpose, to that right. point, and, and tribe, and all of these elements that it's like I can't even imagine not having that. But it's fine. I got asked that a lot when I mountain bike. Mm-hmm. I'm probably you, you probably got that question once or twice. Snowboarding, yep. you know, after a tough injury, you run across somebody who's like, "Oh, you're gonna have to quit doing that now," and it's like, "No, no." Like injuries are part of it, and you how, but yeah, you realize like some people don't they don't understand that because there's nothing in their life that has that type of meaning uh, for them or that type of risk. Yeah, and and anything they see any activity that puts them in great risk like well, that. Well, it's just they're, funny. They're just you just drive a car. They're just going to avoid if, though. Oh, I you know I hit some black ice and I ran into a, a light. Pole and I and I broke my leg. Oh, you're gonna have to give up driving, huh? <laughs> it is kind of. The you same know what thing. I mean, though. Like right. you can't tell me driving is not less risky than jujitsu. Right. But the you get hurt driving and every dude, you could be in a fucking accident where you barely survived. Like everyone else died in a fiery inferno, and you barely walked out, got out of it alive. And a year later, and they're just like you, you people would understand if you didn't drive, but. Most people would expect you to eventually drive again. Yeah, and, and almost nobody's going to ask you the question. Also, you got to give up. Driving. Yeah, you're, oh, you're going to give up driving, right? You would be pressured if you right. if you didn't want to. It'd be like your choice. It wouldn't be like, oh, you got to give up driving, huh? Yeah. It's like fuck, no, man. Like, it's, but that that's the thing that that's something in their life that has enough significance to where they understand, like, oh, I'm willing to deal with some risk and some injuries if they occur along the way. I'm going to keep doing it, but they just can't. You know, transfer that to uh, uh, fucking, you know, something else, which for us is jujitsu, which really, I mean, we, you, you know that there's just people like you see them, it doesn't matter what they're doing, you know, that's why like CrossFitters, you know, like they get hurt and it's like, oh, you got to give up CrossFit, huh? It's like, no, there's a whole industry created around that answer. No, like I don't have to quit just because I got hurt. I can keep getting hurt. But, uh. Yeah, the the best strategy is not to get hurt, but that idea of having something, man, is, um, you know, and until you have it, and I can understand too, like, I don't know, I'm not going to lie, I had a couple injuries with mountain biking, like one in particular, where I, I fully was, I had the thought, man, like, dude, should I quit doing this? And it didn't really stick, you know what I mean? It was almost kind of like a, I'm going to, I got to throw this question out there just to kind of see, try it on. And nah, nah, it didn't fit. But like, I've had those moments where you ask yourself, where you're like, fuck, man, like, I'm in the hospital, you know, blah, blah, blah. Is this really worth it? Is this when you ruptured your nutsack? It was my urethra. <laughs> your urethra. My urethra. You ruptured your pecker. My fucking. That's a good time to ask yeah. yourself that question. It was my gooch, bro. <laughs> I fucking destroyed my gooch on my bike. Yeah, that was a rough one. That's, man. I, I can fully understand that if you ruptured. That area of your body for you to be questioned in that hobby, dude. Yeah, when you got totally understand, you got blood fucking pouring out your dick on the way to the hospital. <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it was just a complete what the fuck accident. It was just like, yeah, it was that was a uh, 
That's a, that's a decent question to ask yourself. But you know, so <laughs> there's I. So I'm just saying, like I understand that there is a point where you're looking at like, dude, I'm getting physically broke off here. Like, is this worth it? And so asking the question, you know, to try it on isn't necessarily bad either. But you'll know. I don't know. I think I think you'll know. It's like, oh no, nah, that's not really an option. And you know, if it is an option in your mind, like I'm not gonna fault you. You know, you need to find something else to replace jujitsu. Like, don't like that's the thing is there has to be something that you have in your life. We've talked about this before. Like, you know, quitting jujitsu is one thing. Quitting jujitsu because you've decided that you want to be go a rock climber or you've really gotten into mountain biking or something, then that's just taking more of your time. And so you want to go do that. It's like, yeah, I still hate to lose good training partners, but you I know, I understand, it. man. Some some people seasons change and they decide to try something else, but. uh yeah, there's a difference between that and just quitting. and Quitting to sit on your couch. And yeah, yeah. It's like just, just because you got hurt, quitting to sit on your couch is not a good trade-off. And I, I think that most people, I don't know. I think old Shay will fucking, I think he figured that out. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. And, I like Shay, man. Yeah, he's like a good dude. Well, you can tell he's a thinker. You know? he's he is a thinker. He, he thinks about stuff and... Because he was asking me a lot of questions, and he 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 kind of knew the answer, but he he wanted you know, when he was asking me that question, you could tell. Yeah. And he was even hesitant to ask it. Yeah. But he still asked it, which is cool, which is really cool. And he, but yeah, he was, he's like, yeah, I kind of figured that was the answer. But sometimes you just want to see how someone answers a question, yeah. even if you think even you know if you know the, the answer, answer, like what's their demeanor? I just kind of want to see how you answer it. How you how you yeah. answer it? How do you answer it? Like yeah. what what words do you use to explain it? How do you look at it? So. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know, it's funny. My dad asked me that question, but it, it was it was funny. He he self corrected really fast, like because he asked me that question, and before I could even give him a, like a full response, you could see him come back around and like he he, he had the conversation in his head already. He's like he's like I knew better than that. <laughs> like his da- his dad protecting his kid came out. You know right, right, I mean? right, right, right. Totally right. understands. Knee jerk reaction. Knee jerk yeah. reaction. Man, he loves me. He wants the best for me. And so he asked me. He asked me that question, but I could see it because we were actually talking on uh, like Facetime, like and, and so I was. I could see him when he asked that question, and then I could see his kind of expression, like the thought going in his head. And before he even had a full answer, like he, I don't know how I can't remember how he did it, but he had like reworded it, and like he knew. He's like, oh yeah. Well, I knew better than that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this sounds like a question mom would ask, not dad. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's funny, man. And you know what's funny is my mom didn't even ask the question. I think my mom just come to terms with it. Just kind of, yeah, knows better. But, but I think it was just knee jerk. I swear, I think moms come out. to terms with it faster than dads. I, I think my dad was asking me later than my mom was with that. Because it's still, so? yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because there's still that authoritarian thing. Like, because, you know... In some level, they're like, well, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Not like, right. you know, but it's like, you know, like you like a dad right. trying to keep right. somebody safe. Like, hey, you keep falling out of that tree, maybe, maybe you should be climbing the tree. <laughs> so you can where, see where, yeah. Whereas right. mom's just like, fucking kid's going to climb that tree. There's nothing I can do to stop him. Yep. So I can, I can see that, but. Uh, yeah, but it was just funny because I saw him completely change. I was like, yeah. oh, yep. Had the conversation. Yep. Ran it through the computer. Yep, so it is what it is, man. So that's yeah. my life now. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with all my fucking time off. Because I'm gonna be like off work for about four months. Yeah. I'm gonna paint my house. We should Sunday. launch a podcast. <laughs> 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 
Maybe we could do something like that. Uh, I think I'm going to paint my house by hand. Old school. I'm painting my fucking wow. house. Whole house. Wow. That's cool. Outside of my house. That sounds like one of those things on Fight Club when they're in the car and they're barreling down the road and it's like, pick one thing that you wish you had done before you died. <laughs> <laughs> painting my house by hand. <laughs> it needs to be painted. I could have pay somebody to paint it, which would cost me a few grand. Or I could just paint it myself and save me a whole ton of money. All I got to do is buy the paint and a brush and just put in the time. It'll be springtime. It's nice out. I got all yeah. day long. I can just put in the hours and just fucking paint away. Make sure you use both left and right I will. arms, both, yeah. multiple stroke variations. I will. Yeah. Use it as a chance to practice your stroking skills. <laughs> There'll be plenty of that. <laughs> I got a whole lot of time of fucking doing nothing. That's that's the other daunting part, man. Like, uh, like you can't really train. You know, you can't do a whole lot for months. Yeah. And the thing is, the, the thing that's tough is the first time I went through the surgery three years ago, three and a half years ago. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I just kind of went in with like ignorance. Like, all right, let's just fucking, let's do this. Cut me open, fix this shit up. I'll be up and running. Right. Now I know what's involved. And it's like, fuck, I got to replay all this again. Like, that's what makes it even worse. Cause <laughs> I, I know what's coming. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, I don't I'm know, sure man. Everybody doesn't want to hear about it anymore. So. No. Well, I, you know, I, it's, it's interesting though. I mean, that's, uh, an injury is what forced Bruce Lee to start writing his shit down. I mean, I know what you're saying, which is interesting, though, because from hearing you say that is something I'm like, well, yeah, but like from my perspective is it's is interesting because like, I don't know how to put this. Like I look at myself as a creator, like I create things, right? So whether I'm creating, you know, an article, writing something, I'm creating a training program, I'm creating a video, like I'm creating a website, whatever it is, right? Like I, I create shit. And so... Like, you can do that, like, regardless of being injured or it's not really like a, it's not necessarily job related or whatever. So, like, when I hear you say, I've got all this time, like, I'm hearing, like, man, that'd be fucking great. He could start, like, you know, writing, right, starting the Rob Jitsu book. <laughs> and The Rob you system. Know, doc, or documenting some shit or writing, I, I don't know, yeah, like, creating cool. something. Yep. You know, and it, that is that like uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I could be totally wrong, but I think that that was one of the things that got Bruce Lee into yeah, starting documenting the he, system. He, he, well, when he broke his back, he was yeah. he was laid up on a hospital bed, yeah. and he was basically dictating it to his. That's own what happened lady. in the movie. I don't know if that's what happened in real life. Yeah, but the movie made it. Cool. The movie was awesome, the but movie. he did hurt his back. Yeah. For real, and I, I, I think that, I that part of it. I choose to imagine that he did. Oh, he, he showed up to some secret, secret fucking fight. kumite. And he got kicked in the he back. He kicked his ass and got kicked in the back. Yeah. He broke it, and then broke he was it. laid up in the bed, and yep. he had to dictate the book to his old lady. And it's, That's yeah, cool. That's way cool story. Just, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Good. I'd no. just go with that. Yeah, me too. Fits my narrative. <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. So, there you go. Maybe, maybe I'll write the towel of Rob Jiu-Jitsu. The towel of Rob Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> when and how to apply the Teddy Roosevelt. It's an underutilized, like there's little, you know, subtle, aspects, subtle, subtle things of Jiu-Jitsu that, that you highlight that aren't necessarily highlighted by everyone. That is true. So, which 
it's one of the things that I appreciate about having you around. So I'll, I'll, there'll be play. I'll be sitting on the mat yelling shit at you guys, derogatory shit at you guys for See? months. Yeah, starting to notice patterns. Yep. How do we fix these patterns? How do I fix these patterns? Why do you always do this? Oh. Yeah. Why do I see everybody doing yeah. this? Yelp. Yeah. I don't know. That's shit. I love that shit, man. That's the part of coaching I like. Yeah. And another <laughs> another learning thing from this. So check this out. This is this is fucking bananas. I haven't wrapped my mind all the way around this yet. Oh man. Okay. I've talked to you about it a little bit already. So I went and got the MRI last week, and it. It came back, you know, there was a ton of fucking medical jargon in there, so I couldn't really decipher it. So I give it to my PT. She breaks it all down for me, puts it into retard language so I can understand it. Basically, it says that this shit's been torn for a long fucking time. And her words were, it was a failed ACL graft from the first time. Yeah. So that means that it was never really fucking good. So I had this, I've been dealing with a fucking torn ACL for three and a half fucking years. And it just, then it's finally just gotten worse to where it's really been given, given out on me and being unstable. Yeah. Which is fucking bananas, dude. I, I don't know if I believe that. Why <laughs> well, not? I don't know, man. Like, cause I, I can, if I replay all the events in my head, like I go back, you know, I had the surgery and for a long time after the surgery, there was no instability. I don't ever remember it dislocating. Then about a year ago or so. I remember the first instance to where it popped on me and I was like, oh, fuck, something's not right there. Whether that was what actually tore it, this event I'm thinking about a year ago, and then it really was unstable after that, or it was already not there. My knee just happened to dislocate and it planted that seed of doubt in my head to where, man, is my knee stable? And then it just started, like, my mind let it be unstable. And then it was. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because. No, 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 I know what you mean. Like, like, super fucked up. You think about it. Like, was it torn before that? But I I was certain that it was fixed. So I trusted it and I was good. And then mm. as soon as it went sideways on me the first time, the seed of doubt was planted. And then it became more and more stable. And then for this whole past year, it's dislocated several times. And then over the past month, it's been like every time I train. And so that's when I was like, all right, I got to get this looked at. So was it, was there like a two year span where that fucker was torn, but in my mind it was fixed. So I was good. Maybe, man. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. It's fucked up to think about. Yeah. I don't, uh, I can't believe that, but I, I mean, yeah. I wonder why, how they would know that it was failed. The only way, okay, so, yeah, yeah, oh, so you're saying, like, in the MRI? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because. I see it's torn, so how do they know? I wonder if it's, like, yeah, like, if it was a a fresh tear. I would speculate, like, scar tissue build up around the area, so I don't know that. Let's just continue speculating. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, yeah, that's all we do on here anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, so that would be my guess, is, yeah, because the way they worded it, this is why I had to ask her, is they had worded it. Because I, I, I read my MRI or my MRI report from four years ago when I originally tore it, and the lingo in there was like acute tear, like A-C-U-T-E, it was a, an acute full tear. And then this this report came back, and the, the lingo was it's a chronic ACL complete tear. And so right away, as soon as I read that report, I went to fucking Google, and I was like acute versus chronic tear, and all the information I was getting on there was a bunch of like 
not, it wasn't just like real clear cut, like, yes, it's torn. This is, you know, I was like, Jesus Christ, I just want a straight answer. Yeah. I don't need all this fucking medical shit. So then, then I, so I hit, I called her up and that's what that chronic basically means. It was, it's been torn for a long time. For a while. Huh? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would wait and see what they say. I mean, cause I mean, I know, uh, your PT's smart and knows her stuff, but, um, may find out that like, yeah, it wasn't quite, maybe it was that year ago and it's right. been torn for a year. So torn that's what makes it a chronic tear. But, but how would they know? You know what I mean? Like, would they know if it yeah. had failed right away or if I, it tore a year ago? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, if I go to the surgeon and tell them I, I, there's this incident that I think it might've popped a year ago, they're like, oh yeah, that's probably when it was. They're, yeah, they're not going to say, they're that. not going to say their work was shitty and right. it, it failed. Right. Huh. They're, they're going to go right to that. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's interesting. I would, I would, I would be interested to see how they explain it to you yeah when you go in for your appointment and see what words they use and yeah i can't wait i'm not going to tell them this incident that i think it happened because you know they're going to go right to that right i'm going to wait until they <clears throat> explain yeah, their ex- side explain their side and then i'll be like yeah it's probably been unstable on me for about a year or so no i'm, I'm not even going to talk about a certain event because it doesn't yeah. matter yeah so yeah i mean i'll be interested to hear what they have to say hmm. But yeah, it's, it's fucked up to think about. The fact that it's been torn for a while and maybe, and you've still been functioning. I mean, either way, right? I mean, I think that's kind of the takeaway is whether it was, you know, that incident a year ago or it's been longer. Like, you've been banging around on that thing for <laughs> for a while, yeah. training, and uh, it's been torn. It's been torn. It just, it's gotten more and more unstable. Huh. And it, but then I start thinking, is it more unstable? Or because it dislocates, and I know it's going to dislocate, in my head it's more unstable. Is it a psychological thing, or is it functionally more unstable? Yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm asking? God, I don't. I it, Well, how do I put this? I think the two things are connected. I think trying to separate them is the tough thing, because you're... Uh, like now that you know you're you may be more sensitive to it so it is real you know like these um these signals were there but you weren't as sensitive to them now that you know that they're there you're more sensitive to so, them but the signals uh, are there the signals they were, were there. there i just wasn't paying attention to them before you just, i you, wasn't receiving them yeah your brain just wasn't picking up the signal. yeah it wasn't and and i mean i i've i've been there i've had you know, you're, you're, you think something's torn or you think something's broken and then you find out for sure. And it just, it physically feels different. Right. Like once you know that like that thing's torn or like you see that x-ray and showing it and it's like, I mean, at least for me, like it's like, it, it physically feels different. And I think that that, the, 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 the it's whether it's the chicken or the egg kind of thing maybe it is all in your head but it doesn't matter doesn't matter it doesn't really matter doesn't really matter it's just a fundamental game to play yeah and it's interesting to me because you you know you've heard about that experiment before where they did that placebo surgery on people and they did it i forget what knee surgery it was but they they actually took people and like cut their knee but they didn't do anything right yeah i think i'm already talking about this and i read this article one time and they actually cut their knee but they didn't do a fucking thing and people felt great oh yeah my knee's working again they didn't do a fucking thing to them and so i mean it's it's strong man your mind's pretty strong yeah it is i mean that's the thing the body can 
uh, it can adapt to stuff. I mean, you know, your your posterior chain, the old hamstrings, can make up a lot for busted up ACL. Yep. And then, see, that's what the problem is with me a lot is that's why almost nobody like taking my leg and yanking it around. They can't tell my ACL's torn. Because yeah, your knee's I, not unstable. Because really. my because my hamstring's pretty, and I yeah. had a really hard time relaxing my hand. I like they've tried every trick in the book. Every doctor I've gone to try to get me to relax and yeah. not guard it. Like, and I believe me, I'm really trying like to relax my leg. Oh, and, it's stiff. And they're and they're sitting there talking on my leg, and they they can't get a good physical read on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's my not, hamstring's protecting it. Yeah. It's, and so and. Yes. That's not a good sign. No, it's and so one I mean that's why they just get an MRI and like yeah. Right. Yeah, it's torn, but Yeah, whatever. It is yeah. what it is. It's crazy though. The body's it crazy is the body. adaptable, the man. Crazy. Well and that's what's happening now too. I don't know what function this serves. I I want I can't wait to talk to the doctor about it. But my tibia is starting to rotate too. They picked that up in the MRI. It's starting to rotate within the compartment. And I, that's probably like an evolution of my body trying to figure out a way to like stabilize or something. Yeah. I, I, I'd have to talk to him. I can't wait to talk to him to see like which way it's rotating and why it would do that. But I would speculate it's my body like, okay, he's still making this fucking work. We still got to figure out how to make this thing stable. Is what, what happens if we fucking tweak it this way? I don't know. That's my guess. Yeah. Because your body's pretty goddamn smart. And you place demands on it. It's going to... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, stiffness is uh, um, your body's substitute for stability. Mm-hmm. Like, stability is the ability to, you know, create tension and turn it off. And stiffness is just constant tension. tension. And so, like, that's what, like, your knee, you know, just sound, that's what the doctor's running into. Like, your knee doesn't have stability. It's just, it's got stiffness. And so, but they... They, they feel the same. You know, it's, it's tough to say like, oh, well, this thing, because you can probably have, I'm sure there's plenty of people that have stiff knees with good ACLs. And so that's why they got to like check the MRI. But uh, yeah, the, um, I'll be interested to see what they say too. I mean, my guess would be just that you're, because you mentioned you got some other damage, like your meniscus, meniscus and some other things. Now, yeah. So it just sounds like things are, have just been like, compressed you know to their the the hamstrings and everything are, are tight and it's just pulling everything in and compressing it and you know that's kind of part of the the stiffness strategy and so uh that's you know the and then the the you know the knees and stuff like your your bones can't rotate and move like they're they're supposed to you know there's supposed to be some movement there at the joints and so it just gets all fucking locked up. There you Your go. Elbows. My elbows. <laughs> I know, exactly. I know all about it, man. They don't rotate quite properly. Speaking of that, I got to show you. You weren't there when I was teaching the short choke. Were you from the Wagner, like the short choke from the body triangle? No, you weren't. What's the short choke? Uh, you weren't there. All right. The face smash choke? Yeah. Uh-uh. I forgot. When I are you show- showing that? Tuesday? I don't know. One night. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it might okay. have been like a week ago, two weeks ago. I was thinking about that. I got to show it. I got to... See, I got all these things now that I got to just like give to you and you go hash them out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> man, I got so many things, man. <laughs> because I can't uh, try them. So I got to fucking like play my video game with you guys. Right. Like, hey, I think this move is going to work. Go this try it. going to work. Go see what happens. Yeah, go see what happens. Yeah. No, I'll check. I like... I mean, I like that uh, what you were showing me with the little yeah. differences and... 
the back control. I mean, that's the cool thing with jujitsu is that the the evolution of it, you know, like you got back control and then you've got all sorts of different variations on it and ways that are evolving because people get, man, if, if somebody just gets like, you know, a seatbelt and just regular double hooks on me from the back, like again, I know there's people out there that are killers from that right there, but I'm almost like, oh, thank God. I got plenty of answers. I got plenty that. of answers for this. Like if, if and, and especially if they just, stick to that like that's their 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 own only back position it's uh, but yeah you get somebody who's like switching body triangles and crab rides and fucking you know doing the the cross body ride and then the stuff you're showing trapping the arm like man it's just no matter then it becomes a real uh, like a, a such a such more dangerous position because it's just everything they're doing it's like oh well here's something a counter for that so Instead of just stubbornly trying to keep someone in one position and finish them from there, it's like whatever their defense is, you got some little tweak on back control that, okay, well, fine, we'll go to here, we'll go to there. And the next thing you know, they're fucking triangle from the rear. And yeah, it's fucking good stuff. So remind me, I'll show you that. Yeah. I'll see if you can do something with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't fucking try it. <clears throat> I'll try my, try my best. I've been getting zero triangles, man. Paid all that money for those triangles. <laughs> you've been finishing triangles, haven't you? A few here and there, but it, like it's funny, man. Now that I want to, I'm looking for them and I'm trying to hit them. <laughs> it's like, and I'm sure my energy, uh, the fact that I've been trying to hit them on people, are getting wise to it. But sort of staying away from them. Like yeah, man. It's just harder for me to just get them in. So. That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> it's frustrating. So it's funny, man. Like you go into a, a rolling session and you, you kind of set a little goal for yourself. Like, all right, I'm trying to work on my triangles, and you get out of it, and you're like, God damn, damn. I only got like two triangles on white belts, man. This is fucking bullshit. That was a bullshit rolling session, James. <laughs> what was wrong with you? But it's uh, yeah, just gotta keep doing it. But freaking the uh. The Darce choke, man. That's become like my new... It's a good joke, man. Oh, man. I, I hadn't... Money. I don't think I'd ever hit one in rolling until a few months ago. Like, I think it was after a class that you did on them. And something clicked. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, I see what Fat Adam sees. So... <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> I don't see, see the deep half guard side of things. It's his whole game. Darce choke and deep half guard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game, man. Stuff to do with, dude. I know that goddamn deep half, deep half guard of his pisses me off. Yeah, it pisses me off because it's good. It does man? And when he gets on top of you, you know he's it's coming for trouble. that fucking Darce, man. Yeah. Like he's like shit. He's got so many ways to set it up, yeah. and it's like yeah, he's one of the, like sets it up backwards, you know. So like he'll set the first arm up and then start going with the primary arm, and it's like. Not used to that. I don't like that. <laughs> You're supposed to do it in a certain order. certain order. Step one, step two, step three. What's this step three, one, two shit, man? So, no, nah, that's good, man. That's why he's a good training partner. Mm -hmm. That's why we got to bully him when we can. Got to so, cyber bully him. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. 
So. We haven't really been cyberbullying much lately. Nah, no. We tried the indifference thing, but it's not as much fun. <laughs> it's more fun just to straight up talk shit about his ugly ass. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. Gotta start talking that, uh, the, the lapel when him and Kiela get in a deep half guard. They picked up that lapel grab when they reach up and grab that close lapel from Fomenta. So, it's like that grip is bullshit. Annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. Super annoying. <laughs> so, even if you try to defend it, it's like, oh, nope, there you go. You showed, yeah. him, you showed him the counter to the counter to deep half guard where you shift down to their knees and shove your knee to the ground. So, yeah, first Pimenta shows me how to do that, and then he shows Kelly like, here's how you counter that. <laughs> and that's the end of the private. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have fun with that. Yeah. Let's see who your favorite is, Pimenta. <laughs> I know how this goes. So, yeah. yeah. All right. You got any good notes? Anything to talk about? Fuck, man. I don't. I, I learned was... something cool this week. Super random. Completely not about jiu-jitsu. I learned... Don't ask me how I came across this. I learned about the most the most deadly tiger in the written history of the world. He's this tiger killed more men, more people than any other fucking tiger. It was, it was a female tiger in Nepal back in like 1899, 1900. So it was what the story of I might be butchering a little bit, but I'm pretty close on it, man, because it really intrigued me. This fucking tiger killed 435 people. Recorded. In these villages in Nepal, and is what happened is what they're speculating happened is uh, the this poacher tried to kill this tiger, like wounded it. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly able to hunt prey out in the jungle like it normally would, you know, different animals because you had to be fast as fuck. I can't remember how it got injured, but there was, but people were easier to hunt, and this tiger figured this out. <laughs> Was just jacking fucking people, dude. It, it, it went on like the seven year terror before they finally could track it down and kill it. And killed 435 fucking people from the year like 1900 to 1907 or something like that. Dude, that's crazy. It's insane. That's... 400 plus people, one fucking tiger, they attributed <laughs> to killing all those people. Dude, I can't even imagine living somewhere where a tiger. Like, we got to do with mountain lions, mountain you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's bad enough. Like, I can't even imagine living somewhere where, like, that. Like, you come across a tiger, you're pretty much as good as dead, yeah. from what I understand. Like, those things are, like... If they yeah. want to come after you, you're fucked. Yeah. You're not stopping that. No, no, no. You ain't stopping on his throat like that dude out here. There's nothing... There's no way to defend yourself against nope. those things. And, I, yeah, you can imagine living somewhere where... There's a possibility of running across a tiger every time you go for a walk. <laughs> you ain't going for walks. Not at night anyway. But you have to. Like, you got to fucking travel. You got to go get water. You got to travel around, man. So. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. That is. 400 some people. One tiger, 400 some people. Huh. They finally got it. There was some famous, like, hunter. I forget what the dude's name is off the top of my head. But he ended up. Mm, can you imagine if they did that today and he fucking posted on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, you can't, all the hate he would get. You can't post the smiling selfie next to the tiger you just the killed. The tiger that jacked 400 Not people. on Instagram. No. Yeah, we have some crazies posting. Poor tiger. So, that's a random. It was fact random. Of, I can't, I, honestly, I, 
I don't know how I got down that rabbit hole. It was probably because I watched that dude's story of him killing the mountain lion out here. Yeah. I attacked him. I watched, yeah, his, yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. his interview and his recount of the yeah. situation. And it probably got some sort of suggestion, you know, and just rabbit hole. To, but next thing oh, you know, yeah. I'm reading about a tiger in 1900. Huh. Killing people. Dude, that's... Uh... That dude's story, we talked about that mountain lion attack last time. But listening to his recount of the events... Fuck, dude, it's pretty crazy. That's yeah, it sounded like it. Fucking sounded like a uh, yeah, crazy thing to have happen on a morning jog. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Gracies did a Gracie breakdown of it. Did they? Yes. He wasn't a jiu-jitsu guy. No, I know. That's what uh, I remember getting that from the article. <laughs> they did, they did a Gracie breakdown of it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I had more important things to do, like anything, anything, <laughs> anything else. Speaking of Greasy Jiu Jitsu, though, did you see Kron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won his UFC debut. Yep. In true Gracie Jiu Jitsu fashion. Yeah. It was pretty It was pretty impressive. I mean, I know that dude he was going up against wasn't the highest level dude out there. But he's, he's, super, still, he's super athletic. Yeah. He's no slouch. No. Still but UFC in the UFC, man. Once Kron got a hold of him. Yeah, that, that fucking back take was slick. Done deal. Like, yeah, he had some... I was... Like, that's the thing is, like, he... Uh, watching him, um, you didn't feel like the other guy was overmatched. You felt like Kron was better. I don't know if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, this guy was just below his level. It was just... It was like, whoa, once, once Kron got a hold of him and got in close, it was like, dude, this guy's got like fucking answers for shit that this dude's never fucking seen before and cause I forget what dude he had like he was on his side and he, he threaded his leg across to like hook the other hip while they were still against the fence and I watched it a couple times I'd have, I'd have to watch it again. yeah man it was a movie he was doing up against the fence right off the bat where I was like oh that's slick you could see where he was like you know as a jujitsu guy I totally recognized like oh he's locking in his far hip he's reaching across and kind of using like a butterfly standing butterfly hook to lock in that far hip to, to limit his movement against the fence and then he like slowly worked in and, and took him down and got his back and got the choke but did you see old Ben Askren though was talking shit no yeah he posted something like you know wrestlers hold 7 out of 8 uh, UFC titles and people are like meh and one high level jujitsu guy chokes out a low level wrestler and everyone's like BJJ for life or something <laughs> like that. I love Ben Askin. I know, man. He's fucking hilarious. He is fucking hilarious. But uh yeah, obviously he has a point, but it was it was still it was just good to see, like, yeah, Gracie Jiu Jitsu in action for sure. I'm still a little concerned about his striking. And yeah, I don't know how much she's been training to striking. Man, I don't know. Enough. Just enough, just enough to get inside and get the. But if he goes against somebody, he's like a world class, like world class striker or something, yeah, yeah. or a world class wrestler. Yeah, like I'd like to see it. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. I'm man. always gonna root for him, you know. Fuck yeah, Hicks and Son. So no, I root and root for him anytime he steps in the cage. Uh-huh. I want, I want to see him challenged. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's step up the level of competition next time. What I'm hoping for. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, that was good. That was a good fight. Dude, what else was on that card? Because I watched that last... Uh, I went out and bought a TV for it. You talked me into buying a TV on the last <laughs> podcast. My broken one's sitting next to you now. What do you do with the TV? 
You gotta take it to the recyclers, oh. electronic recyclers. What are they? There's at? one downtown. Is there? I didn't show you where it's at. Tell you where it's at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Whew. Thought I was gonna have to fucking bury it or something. <laughs> Getting ready to just dig a hole. Free, just put a free sign on it and put it out at the road. It'll disappear in a couple of days. Oh my god. <laughs> then it'll reappear. <laughs> They come back and they realize it's broken. <laughs> they, just, they bring it back. To the they bring it back. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. I wouldn't put it past somebody. No, like this motherfucker giving away free shit. Oh, it doesn't work. Just yeah. take it right back to his front yard. Somebody stole my fucking trash can. Someone <laughs> stole your trash can? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. When I first moved in, like I still, I'm still hoping that there's some other explanation, <laughs> but one of my trash cans just disappeared from in front of my house who would steal a trash can I don't know man does I mean, your, does your, let me ask you this does your neighbor have an oddly spray painted trash can no no no, no. resembles yours trust me man I looked <laughs> you know what I mean like I was trying to figure it out I was like come on somebody didn't somebody didn't drive by and take the damn thing like come on Must get out of here one of my neighbors they, you know maybe the wind blew it down and they didn't realize but like no, man. None of my neighbors have anything like it. I can't figure out where the fuck that thing went. Aliens may as well have come down maybe and the it. Maybe the garbage man just threw the whole thing the in whole there. Thing. <laughs> He's having a bad day. The bag wouldn't come out. The bag wouldn't come out. He's like, fuck this guy's trash can. He just threw the whole thing in there. Yeah, I bet you that's what happened, I, dude. I'll bet it did, too. I, bet I you never even considered yeah. that. Thanks, man. I, I like you, that theory better. Yeah, I bet you that's what happened. He yeah. was trying to shake the trash out, and he had packed it down in there too tight. He's like, fuck this guy in this trash can. He wants this trash taken out here. His whole can's going in there. His whole can's going in there. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I bet you that's what happened. Did you ever see that, see that clip of that trash, that garbage guy losing his shit? I don't think we'll so. watch it after today's podcast. Okay. There's a guy on YouTube. There's a good clip of his garbage man just fucking. He was at level ten, and he just snapped. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing happened, dude. To your shit. Oh man, dude. Yeah, we had. Uh, oh, that's, remember the the uh, gentleman who came in inquiring about classes today. Today. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really remember where I know him from, but he knew me. Which welcome to the world of like James it's like as soon as you said that I was like good I don't have to talk to him I know I heard you say oh you know old bike James over there and I'm like god damn it <laughs> and I just ran away fuck I was like how does this guy know me man does he know me does he know me know me like how does this fucking work and I don't know who he was but yeah he was funny though because he was saying that he needed to he needed to find a, uh, an outlet for his aggression he needed to work out some of his aggression <laughs> <laughs> this is what he told me. This is what he told me, man. He's like, I've just got a lot of aggression. <laughs> Which to paint the picture for everybody, like he's kind of a burly looking dude. He's a little burly looking. He's not like you know the fittest no. dude in the world. I mean, he's not. He's not like not. Yeah, not a beast, but he's not yeah. athletic. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just funny. He doesn't look like someone you wouldn't look at him and go like yeah, that dude's just fucking seething with rage. <laughs> Kind of thing. You should have sent him down to the CrossFit gym next door. <laughs> well, I, yeah, he said he didn't want to do that because he didn't want to get, you know, it starts <laughs> <He's> flexing. flexing. <laughs> yes, yeah, the old like, I'm gonna, I don't want to get too big, bro. But, um, so I was, yeah, I don't know. He was telling me he's like, oh yeah, I want to fucking work out some aggression and shit like that. And I was like, well, yeah, it's like you know, 
sanctioned roughhousing. Jiu-jitsu is, you know, good for working out aggression, I guess. And then he, so he was like, well, I don't know about this wrestling stuff. Maybe... <laughs> I feel like I just need to punch and kick things. It's like, oh, you want kickboxing? kickboxing yeah, man. come in here and punch and kick shit. Yeah. Like, there you go. That's a good way to work out aggression. Yeah. I was like, I'm not really sure that jujitsu is the best. Like, that, if that's your number one goal with what you're doing, I don't know that jujitsu is your best yeah, just punch option. Punching a heavy bag is probably a better option. Yeah, 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 man. Get in you're going to get more frustrated. You're going to have more aggression after getting your ass whipped by yes. some 120 pound dude. You're not working aggression out. You're having work. It, you're having it squashed out of squashed you. Squashed out of you. Yes. <laughs> that is a different thing. That is a different thing. Completely different thing. I mean, so did you point him in the direction of kickboxing? I did. That's I good, did. Good job. I was like, here's the, you know, kickboxing is probably what you want to check out. It's like, they're both great. We got the two-week trial as far as I know. So check in next week and see what's going on. <laughs> and... We'll have someone here to, to help you out. Help you out better than I can. Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, we got Cameron's out of town with uh, Amelia. Yeah, she's fighting. She's probably she's fighting, fighting the right now. A little early yet. Yeah. She's fighting tonight. So. That's right. Doing her second kickboxing match. I think so. Yeah. She knocked some bitch out a couple weeks or a couple months ago. Yeah. Right, it was before Christmas. I think so. I think so. Yep. She's in there banging again. Good old Amelia. I know. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to have to come over and work on her jiu-jitsu again at some point. Yep. It's tough to balance it all. You're good at punching and kicking and choking people and out. choking people. But I like choking people. I concur. Yeah. I can't wait to get back to wrestling. I'm already jonesing. It's only, <laughs> it's only been a couple weeks. Dude, I have, man, I, I can feel feel it. Today was terrible. I was telling you when he came over, I was like, it just feels weird not training. Mm-hmm. I mean, not drilling or rolling. Luckily, it was a small class. I mean, everybody's doing something else we got to fight to win and some other shit going on so there wasn't a whole bunch of people it wasn't like one of those days where match is full and we got some guys from Montrose are here and it's like shit I wonder if they went down and competed were they going to compete? you know what man maybe they did I can't remember I'm sure Chris told me I wasn't paying attention to him <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever pay attention to that guy no, I'm kidding <laughs> yes you have cyberbullying you know? that's right because he whoops right. our ass on the mat, so we got to say we're I know, man. That's how this goes. <laughs> That's right. That's how this goes. So, yeah. So, I got my uh, driving to Scottsdale tomorrow. Got snowed out on my trip this week. That's a good choice. Yeah. You guys didn't try to drive. Yeah. This week was a weird week, man. Because I'm supposed to be, I was totally in uh, vacation mode. I mean, shit, last time we recorded, it was, what, the day before Z's birthday. Yeah. Which, dude, that was a shit ton of fun, man. It was fun. Nerf gun wars. Dude, five year all the adults were just blasting on each other. And the kids were caught in the middle a little bit, getting involved <laughs> some. But if you noticed, it was like, Z's two, his uh, friends, moms were hiding in one corner. And then you were over on the other side. And eventually Oliver, other dude's dad got involved. And it was me and Shiloh. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I remember shooting way more adults than little kids because the adults can't cry no I shot my sister in the eye did you? <laughs> I did that's awesome and she wasn't even part of the game but she just like no a, she was oh was she over there she shooting? was shooting at me oh I didn't know she was over there oh shooting. yeah oh yeah she, at first she was just being an innocent bystander with her uh, for her son and just loading his gun and stuff but the next thing I know she's like peeking out but she's doing the thing where she's peeking out and the only thing you can see is like half her head 
right? So it's like, look, if I hit you, your eyeball is 50% of what I can hit. So, you know, I'm aiming for what I can hit, not your eyeball. <laughs> but your eyeball is there. But it was one of those ones, man. You know those darts, like, they're like screwballs. Yeah. <laughs> so that thing, it, it didn't come straight at her. That's why she didn't move. It was kind of <laughs> off target. And all of a sudden, at the last second, it just went, whoop, <laughs> and tagged her right in the eye. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just blinded my sister. But, <laughs> well, if you're uh, going to blind somebody, it's better it's family, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tougher to see, I think. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not nowadays. But luckily, it was, it was a long shot on the other side of the room. and Her, her eye was fine. But uh, yeah, that was a ton of fun, man. Yeah, that was fun. We got to do more Nerf Dart. I think we need to get, uh, have like a gym one. Because there's a bunch of people at the gym. Their kids got Nerf dart guns. Tell them, like, go raid your kid's room. Get the Nerf dart gun. Yeah. Let's have a fucking Nerf dart war. That giant gun that Rue had was pretty sweet. Dude, the sniper rifle? The sniper rifle. I know. That's insane. With the big Nerf bullets. Yeah. Dude, that automatic, though, that you got is still the king. That's still the king. That's still the king. When you hear that thing rev up, everyone ducks. Because, <laughs> you know, they come fast and they come hard. It's, uh, anyways, Nerf Dart gun review here. Yeah. That's what it's turning into. So, yeah. I think that's a good place to end it for uh, anything else intelligent to discuss. I got nothing else, man. Nah, I just survived my week, got through the snow. Gonna go get some sun, be back on Friday, or Thursday. Driving back Thursday. Driving back Thursday. So we'll be back next weekend. Get back after uh, training. Take a week off. I need it, man. Hopefully your back's all healed up. Nah, my back will be fine. It'll elbow, be fine. Maybe we'll give time for your elbow to heal up a little bit. That's the story. The elbow, my fucking shoulder <laughs> is not feeling good. The, I'll go to like raise my arm over my head and it doesn't want Pinch to do that. Like yeah, it's terrible. So, but... All the joys of training. I know, man. Wouldn't trade it for it's the world. It's just so much fun. So much fun. I know. And you feel so much, but you feel so much better after it, barring, you know, injuries aside mentally spiritually whatever like yeah. you feel so much better well the problem is it doesn't hurt when you're doing it too no. you can block it out yeah 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 you can move and keep it but uh yeah it, my fucking shoulder brett trying to rip my arm off last night i see that <laughs> i gotta show that dude how to finish an arm bar he's a terror dude. i was i was more pissed off that we have not taught him how to finish an arm bar properly he was then, close no he was he should have yeah. finished me like I, that's why i'm pissed i'm like i should not have gotten out of there like he got that on me. Like I'm mad he got it on me, and but I think I'm more mad that he was just trying to he-man my fucking arm back instead of like finishing it. And it is. It's like I think he just, dude. Him and I have a thing, man. I love that dude, but we have a thing because he cut. We like he hates tapping to me. <laughs> he hates it, and I've gotten him in some shit, and I've gotten him, you know, obviously way more. He's catching up, yeah. and he can sniff it, man. He can sniff it. And dude, when he gets a fucking, when he gets close to something, I can tell. He is like, oh yeah, those little young fucking testosterone filled <laughs> hormones start raging. And uh, cause yeah, he surprised me with that arm bar. Cause he, he, I forget that was a moment. It was kind of like with Arlo. I was talking about with Arlo, like there was a moment where there was a transition where normally everything would have been fine. But, man, he put the fucking heat on and closed the window 
way harder and faster than what I've, you know, usually am used to. And then all of a sudden I know I got this, damn dude, this dad's, dude's on my fucking arm. But yeah, anyways, I was like, you can't believe this guy can't finish this thing. I was right watching now. yanking on that thing. Oh, he was. He was trying to get that thing. I was like, all he's got to do is grab my thing, turn to the top, do a little rotation. So next time I see him, I'm going to pull him aside and say, look, next time you get me there, finish like this. No, I'm never going to let you get me there again. <laughs> but just in <laughs> but case. just in case you do, do that. So I remember having to show Trey that because <clears throat> Trey went through the same thing. Man, he would get real good at snapping arm bars on, and then he would just revert into like lean back He-Man mode. And it's like, dude, you gotta learn how to be a little more elegant with this because this just this is making none of us look good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's an art. I mean, Kevin had to show me. Drill your arm bars, people. Drill your arm bars, man. That's right. So, anyways, yes. there you go. Cool. Get feeling healed up. Get back next weekend. Do some training and uh, record again. Fucking a. Okay. All right. See you guys later. See it. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now. So get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Yeah.